that is so representative of the coding experience that many of us have. How many times do we tell ourselves, I'm not good enough for that job because I don't know Python inside out, because I haven't coded with Python for 15 years? What is stopping us from still trying? Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Julian, and welcome to the PyBytes podcast. This is a very special, unique maybe a one-off, we'll see, uh, episode recorded just by me. I have no guest. I have no Bob. It's very sad. Uh, but this is just me making up for not being on the last episode where Bob interviewed Ryan, Ryan Austin, one of our community and clients and just all-around fantastic Python guy and entrepreneur. And in that episode, Ryan shared some really amazing stories about how he got to where he is today. And if you have listened to the podcast before, when we're interviewing people, I really love to link aspects of their stories, the growth moments, the mindset moments to the developer career and make it relatable to all of you, the listener. So I was pretty bummed that I couldn't be on that episode with Ryan. (laughs) And I thought it would be okay. I thought it would be okay that You know, the guys recorded uh, super late at night, so I wasn't going to be there. But on listening to the recording, on listening to the episode, Ryan shared so many amazing tips that I really needed to tear that episode apart. (laughs) I needed to pick Ryan's story apart and share it with you all because I really wanted you all to, if you didn't pick it up, I'm not saying you didn't, (laughs) but if you didn't catch some of the key points that we can relate to the Python developer journey and even just careers in general, um, I really wanted to paint that picture for you. So I'm going to jump into that now and um, we'll see how we go. All right. The first lesson that Ryan shared that really spoke to me was his gamble almost. But the risk, the the action that he took to follow his dream, and that was to move to the house um, on the island that he lives on right now in the Bahamas. And he was working a desk job. He was working in an office. And after visiting the island, he decided he wanted to be there. He and his wife, they wanted to live there. And that was it. They made that choice. And because it, it was so overwhelming and you know, the emotion was there that he wanted to be there. He just, they took that chance and they went. And that is huge. That is, it's not easy to do. It it, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of guts to just pick up and chase what you want. But it is as simple as that. You know, obviously, you know, he could make that choice. Obviously, he waited up and he made sure that his family was protected. Of course, we all do that. We would all take that into consideration. But the idea was not so outlandish 
that he didn't take the chance. How many times do we sit there and say, geez, it would be great to go get a job at that company. Geez, it would be great to, I wish I could apply for that job. I wish I could, I was the one going up for promotion or I put myself forward for promotion. You know, how many of these things do we tell ourselves and we just assume it's never going to happen because it's so out of the ordinary. It's out of the standard path that we are taught to follow. Ryan didn't just follow that path. He said, I'm just going to do what I want and I'm going to take that chance and go. Now, that said, he knew that employment opportunities may be smaller or maybe limited where he went. And this brings me on to point number two. Ryan, being an entrepreneur at heart and deep down to his soul uh, and a programmer as well, he's constantly looking out for things to improve and that is what makes entrepreneurs and programmers so close together and makes them such similar things to be doing and traits, whatever you want to call it, because we're constantly looking to solve problems. And whatever programming role you're in, whether it's, you know, maintaining, whether it's in, uh, you know, actual development of new products, you're, you're fixing problems. That's programming in general, right? And when you do that in day-to-day -day life, not just looking at code, but looking around you at problems to solve, that's the entrepreneur spirit. And that's what Ryan had. And that's what he displayed in noticing that it was extremely hard to find a good cup of coffee on the island that he was moving to. That didn't become a point of complaint for him. That wasn't something that he just said, oh, well, I can live with that. It wasn't something that he just decided I'm going to complain about that in every conversation I have with friends. Oh, this island's fantastic. The view is great, but the coffee sucks and there is no coffee and it's terrible. He doesn't say that. He didn't say that. He said, why don't I open a coffee shop? Again, it sounds outlandish. It sounds crazy. It sounds like something none of us would ever do, but it's entirely possible. And Ryan really jumped in. He got skin in the game. He invested a lot of money to make this happen. And moving into the next point, the success of the business the, to reach his goal of success here was not by chance. It, it was not something that randomly happened. It was through pure grit and determination. And through following just a couple of tips and tricks and processes, Ryan was really able to make this a success. Him and his wife were able to do this. Uh, one of the things that, again, stood out to me about this story was that they'd never made a cup of coffee before, <laughs> not professionally, not with a, you know, one of those barista machines. I can't remember the name, actually. Uh, but they didn't let that stop them. And that is so representative of the coding experience that many of us have. How many times do we tell ourselves, I'm not good enough for that job because I don't know Python inside out, because I haven't coded with Python for 15 years? What is stopping us from still trying? What is stopping us from, as Brian said, nine days out from opening, he was standing there <laughs> wasting gallons of milk, practicing, 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 learning how to make the coffee, the lattes and the cappuccinos. That is no different to us sitting here and practicing our code, coding, building projects, doing some exercises here and there, building on our portfolios and really growing those skills so that when we get to opening time, which 
in our case, would be applying for a job, applying for a promotion, asking to be to participate on a project, perhaps. We can be ready for that. But we need that grit and determination, the same stuff that Ryan displayed by <laughs> just getting in there and taking the chance, you know, uh, getting out there the morning of putting flyers out everywhere for everyone to let them know that it's coming. This was all just him hitting the pavement, making sure he owned his future. He didn't leave the advertising, the marketing of that business to chance. He made sure he was getting that name out there. Yeah, sure enough, he he forgot, and that was fantastic. I love that part of the story, that at three in the morning, he was out there putting flyers out. But the reality is, he went and did that hard work. He didn't just say, oh, it's too tough, and let's just see what happens. So he left nothing to chance. He took every opportunity he could to make that a success. And that's what we need to do as developers. We need to take the opportunities that make sense to us. We need to get our names out there. We need to talk to people. We need to network. Essentially put our flyer out there on the desks of the people that we want to notice us with our code. So we need to participate in projects. We need to submit code reviews or pull requests for code reviews. We need to start coding every chance we can get to solve problems. You remember, the bigger the problem you solve, the bigger the paycheck. So in this case, we need to get out there, we need to solve problems, and we need to own our experience, just like Ryan did. I thought that was a really powerful sentiment that he was. <laughs> he dove into this business knowing that it would be a success if he worked hard, even though he had never made a coffee before, even though the marketing wasn't done, that there was nothing there. He hadn't spent months scoping it out and talking to people and making sure people knew that it was coming. He was just doing it. You know, and I thought that was really, really special. And one of the things that I really visualized as I listened to the episode was that moment where he said on opening day, the first person walked in, bought a coffee, sat there and drank it in his shop. And that was something special to me. I just had this overwhelming feeling of, wow, that is what success feels like. That is what the fruits of your labor feel feels like. So when you work your butt off, when you show that persistence, that consistency, you show up every day and you push and you make your way toward your goals, no matter what, no matter what other people say, that's the other important tip, you get there. And when you do that, when you're sitting in that coding job, whatever that goal is for you, and when you are pushing that first pull request, when you get your first positive code review, when even if it isn't positive, actually, but when you get that first code review done and you're sitting in your chair and that feeling of satisfaction washes over you, that is the equivalent of that person sitting in Ryan's coffee shop sipping their first coffee. And it comes from just knowing that you put in the hard yards. And so that story is so relatable to our experience as coders. We need to get out there. We need to push. We shouldn't let other people tell us that we are not good enough, that what we're doing and that what we want is so outside of the ordinary. It's so abstract that we are never going to achieve it and that it's not possible. You know. And on that note, one of the other things that Ryan said was he talked about the being sustainable. One of his principles 
was to reduce his plastic usage, to reduce his carbon footprint, to, you know, give back and make sure that he wasn't impacting the environment. He wasn't contributing to the problem. Now, to get to, I think he said, 95% no plastic in his business is huge. That's massive. And as he said, he was trying to justify to to people why the other 5% couldn't be no plastic, right? And then Ryan spoke about skin in the game and how at the end of the day, he's the one who is investing in this. He's the one who is taking a massive profit cut to invest in reusable, sustainable equipment and cups at his coffee shop. Those other people are just sitting on the sidelines. And that to me was a really, really good point for all of us, a really strong takeaway. When we push, it makes other people uncomfortable because other people compare themselves to you. You know, they compare themselves to your situation. Oh, look, uh, let's just say Bob. Bob is pushing. Bob is doing more than the rest of us. Bob is trying to improve his situation while we're all just doing the day job. The second you have someone trying to break the norm, it really makes everyone else uncomfortable because they feel they're not doing enough. And one of the byproducts of that is people tend to pull you back down (laughs) and try and criticize you and tell you that, hey, what you're doing is insane. The same thing goes for when you're starting a business. The same thing goes for when you're trying to look for another job. When you see a coding role that speaks to you and people around you and say, no, no, you don't have enough experience. When you see a job at another company and people are saying, you're nuts for thinking of jumping ship in this economy. COVID's around. Why would you quit a stable job to try another job where you have no idea what it's going to be like? That's insanity. These are people who are just trying to bring you back because they don't want to feel uncomfortable by seeing someone else grow and find their success when they're just doing the nine-to-five, day-to-day average job, right? So in Ryan's case, with people, he he felt he had to justify himself to people about that 5%, whatever the percent was, and he realized he's the one with skin in the game. He's the one taking the chances. He's the one investing the money. Who cares what they think? And that, to me, again, was another super strong takeaway. It doesn't matter what other people think. It really doesn't matter. It's your experience. It's your life. They're your goals. And you're the one pushing for them. You're the one putting in the extra hours in the evening. Not them. So don't worry about what they think. And that was just such a strong takeaway for me. I really, really enjoyed it. So those were just a few of the takeaways I had of the episode. I'm sure there would have been more, but... I'm literally just ad-libbing here and having a conversation with my microphone and to all of you, of course. So I really appreciate you listening. Ryan, if you are listening to this, you better be listening to this. (laughs) I really appreciate you sharing so candidly on the episode. I appreciate everything you do. And to everyone, please make sure you follow your goals, especially at this time. Things are tough. Things are crazy. It is very easy to feel demotivated. The only thing you can do is make small steps, take small steps towards your goals as often as you can. Just a little chunk a day, take the little step. You'll feel much better for it. It'll help you get through everything that's happening. And before you know it, you'll be exactly where you wanted to be, where you need to be and where you deserve to be. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, Bob and I, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, 
go to pybyte/friends. That is pybyte.es/friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybyte/community. That's pybyte.es/community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode. Thank you.